She is showing up and being seen. She is getting loud and demanding to be heard. And every day she is putting in the work because this girl, she's evolving. She is you, she is me, but most of all, she is magic. Hey guys, it's Jaden. You can think of me as your ride or die who's just right here to remind you that you already have all the tools. You already have the shine factor. It's just about polishing it up, believing it, letting other people see it, and most importantly, leaving a little bit of sparkle everywhere you go. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the She Is Magic podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. It has been a heck of a couple of weeks, and today I'm just going to bring you some really raw thoughts. So if you've been following me, you know that I have this mission or passion for helping people evolve and find confidence and I have these days that I feel like I know exactly who and what I want to be and how I want to do it. And then I have these days that kind of pop up and I feel completely lost. I feel like I am running a race that I am not good enough to run in. And I forget who it is that I'm serving. And today it was interesting. I had a a little coffee date with a friend. And as we started talking and she asked me, like, what do you want to do with this new brand you're starting? Which if you haven't found or seen my brand on Instagram, it's called Solivation. And it's kind of a work in progress. It's a space where I want to be able to pour into people and I want to be able to just shine light and it will be surrounding all things elevation and soul connections. Soul connections within ourselves, soul connections with other people. And so when she asked me, like, what do you want to do? What's your goal? I felt like I needed to give a backstory. And I, I really started to think of how little backstory or how little information I really give out to the world. I just think people know where I'm at. And as I started to unfold my story a little bit. I started back as a child. And some of the thoughts that really were coming to me were just this whole concept that I felt so uneasy growing up in so many ways. You know, if you grow up with brothers, especially if you've had brothers, man, they make you tough, but they can also put a voice in your head. Brothers and sisters and moms and dads, they can put a voice in your head and they don't realize what they're doing or how long that voice sticks with you. And I proceeded to share this story, which My brother has apologized profusely. He does not remember saying this to me, but I have two different situations growing up that I remember being very, a very big part of my inner voice. I already had a dad who 
love him. He's come so far in life, and we are building a better relationship now. But growing up, I didn't feel seen or understood by my dad. I didn't feel worthy of his time. I didn't feel like he cared. My parents were divorced, and my dad would call and ask to talk to my little brother. And I just felt like I was pushed to the side. So then I have these brothers who, if I could tell you anything, they were my people. Man, I, they have no idea how much I wanted them to like me, how badly I wanted my brothers to care. And I, I'm so grateful for them in so many ways because I do feel like I have a great relationship with them and they taught me so much and they've shown up for me in different ways. But it's also crazy how as, you know, teenagers and kids, we're surviving life and figuring out life and having these sibling rivalries, how the things that are said can be such an effect. And I think because I was struggling so much to feel like my dad wanted me around, their words mattered even more. There was one situation where I remember my brother, he's my middle brother, and he's, he's one of my favorite people now. And I, he was one of my favorite people then, but he had made a comment to me because he really wanted a back massage. Now let's talk about manipulation, right? This brother wanted me to give really good back massages. And so he thought that if he told me that I was fat and ugly and nobody would marry me if I couldn't give a good back massage. So he was trying to make sure that someone would want to marry me in the future. He thought if he told me that, I would give really good back massages. And let me tell you what, I learned to give some killer back massages because of it. But that is something that has stuck with me for so long. This little voice that told me, you aren't good enough, you aren't pretty enough, you aren't skinny enough, and if you don't get good at something, you will have nothing to offer. Now, did my 13, 14-year-old brother know that that's the voice he was putting in my head. No, he was a 13-year-old, 14-year-old boy trying to get his sister to give him real back massages and not just like rubber walk away. But it's interesting because I can't tell you how many, when I really started doing my work going backwards, that 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 is a sound I heard a lot in my perception and voice to myself is, You aren't good enough, skinny enough, pretty enough. You have to have something to offer. And I struggled. I struggled finding my confidence. But what's so crazy is I also was told, growing up in this small town, that you have this last name that people know, so you have to be good enough. You have to show up a certain way. You have to make the team. You you have to you have to live up to the standard. 
what standard? Now as an adult, the whole thing is so stupid. But because I had these things in my brain, I remember going through middle school and high school and just feeling inadequate and not enough. I remember I got cut from the basketball team in seventh grade, and I was so embarrassed to tell my family because I came from a family who played sports and a family who didn't get cut. They were starters. My brother, my oldest brother led, you know, he was, he just got inducted into the high school hall of fame in our little small town for multiple accounts. So like that wasn't a normal thing in my family. And I was so embarrassed to tell anyone. Do I think anyone else in my family (laughs) recognized the power of those moments? No, because I was trying to figure it out in my own head. And I was trying so hard to strive to be this caliber that no matter what happened, I never felt like I could reach. And it's funny because as I break that down, I really start to think about this last name that I felt like I had to uphold from a dad who in those moments wasn't giving me the time of day to a brother who just wanted me to to manipulate me to get me to do what he wanted me to do. and. These words that just kept playing. And I look back to so many of my friendships that I didn't know I was allowed to not let people treat me badly. And I'm not saying that I was perfect and I deserved I was bullied or anything like that because that's not the case. But I look back at friendships that were very fair weathered and I let people be my friend when it was convenient. I had some really great friends, but I also had some friends who didn't choose me. And now, as an adult, I can recognize that that's because I didn't have the tools or the confidence to choose myself. And as I as that all continued to play into my life going into high school and in these stages where we're dating and we're trying to understand how to have relationships and friendships. And this this voice in our head that tells us what we need to be, I had this confidence that was so superficial because I was a Walden and I needed to represent that in a certain way. And after being cut from the basketball team in seventh grade, you better believe I was going to find a way to be as confident as possible. And I was going to find a way to show up and make every, I was never going to get cut again. And I was, you know, never going to be embarrassed to tell people things. I had a name to live up to. Now, did I ever end up being the best athlete? No, I didn't. I was a great teammate. I was a great asset to my teams, but I, I was never going to be the star, no matter how hard I worked. And with this voice in my head, it felt like 
again, if I didn't have something to offer, I was never going to be good enough, pretty enough, skinny enough. Oddly enough, I was nominated in high school. Like, you know how your senior year, everybody gets a most likely to or a most whatever. I was most self-assured, which is hilarious looking back because I felt so lost. I felt like I was constantly trying to be accepted or that I didn't know where I fit. (laughs) Yet, the perception from the outside was that I was so confident. There were things throughout high school that I just didn't care about or I didn't show that I cared or an interest in, and maybe that was part of why I came across that way. But I struggled for so long in the dark. But I also know that because I had this thing lingering, this voice lingering, and this is just one of a few factors, right? But this voice lingering, I was able to put on such a good front And I truly lived from this space of fake it till you make it. (laughs) Man, let me tell you that I had no idea how hard life was going to get. I had no idea the struggle I would go through because I didn't have a comfort within my own home base, my own space inside. And I think this is very common. I'm not saying this is uncommon for people. This is probably a very common voice that most of us women or girls and even boys go through in our lives. Some of us do the work to unwind it or to grow from it and evolve. And some of us don't. We fight these battles for the rest of our lives. And I think that part of why I'm, I'm bringing this to the surface and talking about it is because to understand and see other people's negative voice can sometimes be so healing to recognize that we're not alone, that from the outside, it may seem like somebody has it all together. They may come across as calm, cool, collected. They might come across as confident. They might come across as they don't care. But the hurt inside of them is driving this force that you see on the outside, that shell. So what's my point of of this whole story is to tell you that when I think about what is solivation and why, what is my why behind what I want to create. My why is that I want other people to learn to come home to who they are sooner than I did. I want to help and pour into people to know that the voice that tells them that they are not skinny enough, good enough, pretty enough, that they have to have something to offer, that voice that tells them that they are not worthy is a voice that is not their own. It is a voice that is not real. It is not true. 
and that it does not deserve the power that it's been given to teach them that worth doesn't come from an outside source, that other people's opinions of us or thoughts on who we should be don't determine how special or important what we bring to the table is. I want Solivation to be a space where people know that they can show up as they are and they're wanted and accepted. I want it to be a community around helping people feel, feel their way through the things that they need to feel their way through, but also know and see a light that people are cheering for them, that they can hear a voice telling them that they are worth more than they're giving themselves credit for, that they can pinpoint the stories that they created based off of situations in their lives. My story of not good enough, not skinny enough, not pretty enough, I have to have something to offer, is a story I created, not my brother. My brother was just trying to get what he wanted. I took that and I created a story around my worth and I held on to that story. And I want to remind people and show people that the story doesn't have to stick. The story can change. The story can evolve. And you can always pivot into something bigger. We can step into bigger stories. We can grow. We can change. And we can take ownership of the life we are creating. Even if the journey to get here didn't feel great. Even if some of the stories and things we heard brought us hurt and made us doubt ourselves. Allowed us to choose things that we didn't deserve. To allow friendships that didn't show up for us. That allowed us to be in relationships who who did not appreciate us. Those stories, they get to change. Solivation is a space where we ignite our soul, ignite the souls of the people around us, and we elevate our story. We can't change the story, but we can elevate it. We can we can change the perspective of what it was that happened and we can elevate where we take it. So I hope you'll join me. I hope you'll go find the page. And I hope that this episode reminded you that no matter the story you've been telling yourself, no matter the hurt or the struggle or the chip you have carried, no matter what it looks like or how it's affected you. You don't have to keep carrying it. You don't have to keep believing it. And you're not alone in the struggle to get through it. But you're the only one who can choose to continue to let it control you 
or let it elevate you. I hope that you know that no matter where you're at in this journey, right here, right now, you are strong, you are capable, you are resilient, and you are enough. Just as you are and just where you're at. It doesn't mean that you're okay staying here. It just means you're right where you're meant to be. And your next big pivot and your journey to the next level is allowed to be happening at the same time that you accept who you are and where you're at right now. I see you. I hear you. And girl, I'm doing this journey right alongside of you. I hope that if you got anything good from this episode, you will share it on your Instagram. Share your story. You don't have any idea the impact your story might make on someone else. The permission they might need from the journey that you're taking. Or that it might just show them that they're not alone. I want to hear your story. Be sure to tag me, send me a DM, share this episode, and if you could do anything, I would love a review on my podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate every single one of you more than you even know. Until next time, keep it shiny.